Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Embarrassing. Hi, and welcome to Two in the Think Tank, the show where we try and... Come up with uh, five sketch ideas... I'm Andy. And I'm Alistair. And we have a guest here today. Would you call him a special guest? You know what? I'm going to go so far as to add special to the thing. Even super guest. He, th- yep. Yeah, because he goes, he goes above and beyond what a normal human could achieve. Super guest, friend of the show. Yeah, absolutely. Which is not a thing that he is, but something I've wanted to say for a long time. Well, everybody uh, else I'm says I'm not going to hold myself back. Yeah. I, don't, I, think the, I think the bar for being a friend of the show is pretty low. Well, it's like a Facebook friend of the show. Yeah. yeah it's, no. it's closer to a Facebook friend of the show. <laughs> yep. Uh, Angus Gordon. I, I wish the podcast happy birthday. Thank you very much. <laughs> well, yeah, that's right. We were, we're, we're just letting... Sometimes we're, I do a little picture of me and the podcast together. Yeah. Yep. Three years ago, you, you I missed l- the podcast. You, you like some of our uh, status updates, but uh, you don't come to any of our events. Like That's, that's yeah. where it's at. Right? Yeah. I'm a Facebook friend of the podcast. And roughly three years ago is probably when we had s- stopped regularly doing the podcast. And now we're back in. Do you ever feel like by liking people's events or like statuses on Facebook, you're somehow like contributing to their mental health? Yes. yes. Yeah. Absolutely. It's crazy, isn't it? Like, I, I like things and I'm like, oh, I better like this. He, he probably needs first it. First sketch. <laughs> <laughs> it's first sketch. It's, uh, it's somebody who is in therapy. Yep. And they and then the the therapist is like, um, okay, well, we're gonna have to speak to all your friends and family. Yeah. Okay. And uh, and then they get them in. They say you're gonna have to start liking more of their posts. <laughs> what it is, we've identified it. You don't like enough of their things that they put on Facebook. You got to chuck them a few. Not even pity likes, right? They're oh. mental health likes. I want you to click the like until there's like the the super smiling like that you can give them. Either the love like or the tear like. You know, give an appropriate like. Don't just random I don't, like I, no, a I, sad I, I, post. I don't, I, don't think, I don't think those those reaction things contribute much to like. What about the love one? Sh- should there be a different another like? Not a love one, but just look thinking about you <laughs> like a don't kill yourself like yeah uh, abs- oh my god yes like a hang in there like a like a kitty that's yeah there's a little, a little kitty, kitty hanging, hanging on and it's like that's that's all it is i know but is that is that that's not going to help their mental <laughs> does, health does thinking you think that, that undermines all, that you the... think that they're going to kill themselves <laughs> well, if i had 50 just hang in there likes on any one of my comedy events i'd be like i will <laughs> I, think, I think it's time to 50. go <laughs> 50 i'm doing real good people don't want me to jump <laughs> well that's you know you know a, a huge part of, of of life is people not wanting you to kill yourself right and, and social interaction that's sort of sometimes i worry that i have been like mental health liking people's things too much and they'll become suspicious and start to think that people think they're going to kill themselves and then get depressed about what people think of them. So then I 
I don't like some stuff. Like, I try and keep it at, like, a Do you think that there's, like, sycophantic level. likes? Like, people are doing, like, little... Like, a trick. Like, they're saying, like, real fucked stuff to see if you'll still like it. <laughs> <laughs> like, they're baiting it you. Like, be, it could be. Like, yeah. no one could possibly think this is a like-worthy status. You've got to do a control group. Like, you've got to approach it scientifically, right? You've got to post, like, some regular things that you expect people would like and then just some fucked up shit and then see if people like that as well. And then that's your baseline of I, bullshit and, likes. I know, but yeah. then it gets really more complicated because then when you post it depends on how many more people will see it. So you've got to post at the same time mm. every week. There are so many variables a lot to of control variables. for, right? But also the, the prime time for likes... I don't think uh, overlaps with the prime time for people who need hanging their likes. <laughs> that's also true. That's true. Well, it's at like 2 a.m. That's where the people need to hang in theirs, but there's not the team to, <laughs> I mean, to back them the up. The traffic like just we, isn't there. It feels like we could just invent a bot that, that likes people's posts for like, us. If Facebook is going to toy with our mental health in other ways by experimenting with this and that, why can't they just come up with an algorithm that's like, uh, this, is, this has been posted at... At, at 3 a.m. It, it probably keeps friends alive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they just keep putting in your friends' feet. <laughs> but they can never tell us. They can never yeah. tell us because or else it'll add Wait, to the who feeling are these likes of coming? Who are these likes coming from, though? It'll, it'll be coming from you. From me, personally. Yeah, yeah. You can okay. just activate, like, oh, no, maybe you don't oh, even activate. Oh, yeah, it's like autopilot, but yeah. for, yeah, yeah, yeah. If like if your friend's post seems sad enough, it just it just you know it just looks for keywords and then it just likes it or gives it a don't kill yourself one, and but yeah but if but if it gets out that that Facebook is doing this then people will crumble. Oh, the the value of likes will 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 plummet right because as soon as you see that there's manipulation mm-hmm. of the currency, yeah, it, it's it's worthless. Like the Zimbabwe dollar. And you'll need like 6 million likes to make yourself, like, not kill yourself. Zuckerberg would be the, the Mugabe of... He um, could be the Mugabe. He could be the Mugabe of of like value. Yeah, the, the, the youthful Mugabe. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, I've got number one yeah. therapist that recommends friends start liking their Facebook posts. Oh, I think um, that's good. Yeah, look, I think it's you know it it captures what is probably a, a more oh there's a, a lot more, in there there's a lot it's complex. Um, look, I could put in brackets Facebook bot as well. Right, in case you know. Right, well, in, in case in case that transcends from being a, a mere sketch into being an actual thing that no you know, I was, helps I, society. I was thinking if we want to escalate it, we want to escalate it to the point where we get ha- uh, like. Hackers or I don't like to escalate any of my sketches. I, look, I'm, I keep I'm a, them I'm at an entry level like the entire time. Yeah. Do you think you know level one, right? People refer. Oh, to I know level one. Things are like you just know, above oh, the ground floor. Yeah, yeah exactly. So that <laughs> although was... sometimes the ground floor, it took me so long to work that out. Right, like that. I, I guess I can, I'm from Tasmania. All yeah. right, we don't have a lot of multi-story buildings, and certainly growing up, I had very little cause to go in elevators. And uh, and and so it probably wasn't until I was you know eighteen, coming to Melbourne that I, I started to sort of learn the ways of, of, of the elevator. Yeah, and that that you know, I expect ground floor to be level one. But you see, I think that's how they do it in the states, really. Right. I think that's it, kind of what I'd always I'd, I'd always grown up with. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But then, um, 
but then you come here and they go look ground for some reason they they've they've got an alphabetical system on the first level G <laughs> G, G. G one two three and then by the next level they've already changed the system. <laughs> it says that somebody came in and labelled the bottom level as G and then they lost their job. Uh, someone some oversight a manager yeah. came in and said, "What are you doing? You know, okay, if you're going to do it uh, alphabetically, you can't start with G." Yeah, and then. And then after that, that person got fired because then they realized they had to do the one underground. <laughs> B. And then they, that, that person decided LG. to come back to the... Lower ground. Well, there is LG. lower ground. There's lower also ground. B. There's also parking garage. No, no, they never have PG. Mm. They still sometimes have P, though. Oh, yeah, they, they do have P, yeah. Mm. Which could be anywhere because sometimes parking is above, above. the ground. It could be th- like... the. Th- it can be three levels of parking there's above P1, the P1, ground. P2, P3. <laughs> yeah. That's true, yeah. So it gets out of hand very quickly. It's a horrible system. Mm, mm. Um, I think. I it think should, it should be a series of musical notes. It should be ascending in pitch. <laughs> but what about the tone deaf? Yeah. <laughs> oh no! And how do you? What about? How does well, it look I visually? The dyslexic are struggling as it is, right? Who That's... who are we going to victimize? I say the tone deaf. Wait, do the dyslexic have trouble reading one letter <laughs> or one number? I don't know. I mean. Maybe. Anyway, either way, they should be mocked. Either way, I, this I, this is in a, a, offensive, and I shouldn't be saying it, this. Yeah. Okay. You know, like there's some diseases and things like that that you don't consider the serious ones. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. Anyway, I'm not saying dyslexia fits within that. No. It just but you're implying. It's no, just no, no. a separate conversation. <laughs> no, no. It was by placing those two that. sentences together. It definitely sounded like you thought that. Yeah. Uh, no, you're you're confusing correlation with cause cor- yeah, yeah. correlation. I am just... confusing that, and so are the listeners. <laughs> no, but you never know. There's always that coincidence that can happen where you mm. have a thought that is completely unrelated <laughs> seconds after talking about something else. Yeah. yeah. That, in no way, that reminds me of a saying called plausible deniability. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, where murderers, particularly when they murder someone who might be dyslexic, will come up with a scenario in which it's possible they didn't do it. They didn't do it, or that's, the person that's, that's... deserved it. <laughs> That is, Just, as far as I'm concerned, the the basis of the like beyond reasonable doubt, right? Like somebody, you, it's it's. Did you do it, or are you good enough at coming up with a like a really good scenario? Okay, because we need people who are good at coming up with good scenarios. Yeah. We can't afford to put them all in prison. They do they? Be, well, if you if people think you did it, but you came up with a great scenario, you got a job on Neighbours. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's yeah. how it works. Screenwriters. <laughs> I think that's really good. Um, look. It's, it's pl- plead insanity, <laughs> uh, uh, or go to prison, or check out my spec script. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think you'll find this really hangs together. Is this, the second act. Do you think this is a sketch? I think this could be a sketch. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, uh, so what is it? Is it is it um, script sort of like head writers for TV shows who sort of hang out down at the court, sort of. Watching to see if someone comes yeah, up with a really yeah. good uh, change of events. They're sort of out there touting. It's like, uh, you know, you've got lawyers, your lawyers who are like the ambulance chasers who, you know, uh, do that, right? If somebody uh, has an injury, then the lawyer will chase the ambulance, get to them first and get them to sue whoever it was who was involved. I think that's what an ambulance chaser is. I've never had that explained, but I've pieced it together. Are ambulance chasers also allowed to run red lights? <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, because if not, that's a very difficult. But I feel like if you're in the slipstream, yeah, right? The there slipstream. must be like a zone there. How far if you're just out? In. Are you like how close do you have to be in the slipstream? <laughs> it's a vibe. It's a vibe. Yeah, you really you 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 learn on the job. Just occasionally, yours is My, mine is peaking. Yeah, great, great. I've been peaking for some time. Yeah, that's great. In um, life. Yeah, look, but I then think... there's also the head riders who chase police cars uh, with you know criminals in the back. And, yeah. and and get to them at court. So I I picture it the way I, I see it right now is the head writer is taking like he's taking this other kind of apprentice head writer with him <laughs> yeah. to uh, you know like this guy who's kind of mid level mm, mm. whatever. And or maybe ta- a pro- could it be a producer or an executive? It could, or? It could be a producer. Let's take Great. a producer. So Great. he's not exactly in the same field. So that yep. way, it, yeah. <clears throat> and uh, he take him down to the courthouse. And he's like, why are we going down to the courthouse? How are we going? We're looking for. We're looking for, looking for screenwriters. Yeah, we're looking for talent. Like that, and you go, you're going to have to explain that. <laughs> Plausible deniability. You say, you say alibi. I say that our next plot arc. Yeah. If it's... <laughs> I mean, you think there's got to be something that's kept law and order going for this long. Oh, my God. It is just headlines. They love a headline. Oh, uh, like, like ripped straight from the headlines and they'll turn it into a, yeah, I know, it's fucked. Some of them are really soon after the <laughs> event as well. Like, <laughs> they must be trawling those things. We don't know the like... details of the case, but imagine if we did. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's awful. Uh, like, Especially like the SVU ones. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and like some of them... So there, there was a case that was in the headlines, which was a... Oh, this is going to sound horrible, right? So there, there was a genuine case that happened, which was a boy and a girl, identical twins. Uh, no, wait. No, two boys, identical twins. But one of them, there was an accident with his circumcision. And quite literally, the, at this, whenever this happened, the doctors decided they were going to cut everything off and he was going to be raised as a woman, right? So these identical twins with identical genes, one of them becomes a woman and one of them becomes a man. And th- and then <laughs> Law and Order SVU were like, that's a fun twist. What if those two were victims of a horrible crime? And, and then, yeah, and then like, you know, a few months later, that was their plot. <laughs> I'm going to take good. your life story and then make you a victim of something special. <laughs> really so unpleasant. Like- do they do they have to pay for that? I know this is a question. It's a boring <laughs> no, question. That's why they always have that thing where it's like, a, it's any resemblance is merely a coincidence. Mm. I think it's it's like ripped that. from the headlines. I mean, not it's plausible deniability. <laughs> and we're back, right. baby. I'm imagining like you know the the pilot of Seinfeld where yeah. the guy gets sentenced to be Jerry's butler. Is that the oh the the pilot they come up with in the oh yeah, yeah, within yeah. Seinfeld where it's yeah. but instead he gets sentenced to be the head writer of Neighbours. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, and it's I OJ mean, Simpson as well. I uh, mean, like the glove doesn't fit, and then he gets sentenced. That he has to write his own miniseries. Yeah, because it's so it's so good. <laughs> we I lo- love that that glove thing. That was great. <laughs> so There's a show in that. I didn't see that coming. <laughs> you. You shouldn't have been playing football at all. <laughs> what a page turner! <laughs> but I mean, they neighbors—they—they they do like make an episode a day, right? Like, or like four days a week, or at least it used to be. Yeah, like, 
I don't know. They churn that shit out. Uh, I've been I've been on the set being an extra, and the filming is pretty fast. Like yeah. it's probably faster than even any stuff that we've done. But people have had to learn. Like people know their lines and things like oh, that. Oh so, right, um, <laughs> that that would definitely streamline the process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's much faster than any stuff that we've done. Um, but yeah, anyway, it probably could. It's it's smelt of of criminal. Have you ever there. become friends with any of your neighbours? Uh, I say hi to Roz at the moment. Roz? Yeah. Would you like to say hi to Roz right now? Hey, Roz. Hope you're listening. Facebook friend of the podcast. <laughs> yeah. No, she's not, no. Very few people I've, are. <laughs> I've never I've never Facebook fa- uh, become Facebook friends with any of my neighbors, actually. Mm. Have you ever become... No. Who Who's on either side of your house right now? One side? Yeah. Nothing. On the other side? Avoid. Well, it's just, it's, <laughs> the, it's it the end. Well, third floor up. Oh. On the side of the apartment, so there is. Yeah, right. There's space. Yes. No one's living now. They're the birds, and then uh, some international students, I think, but I don't, I don't know them. And then an an elderly Chinese woman who is very nice, mm. but I only understand every third word she says. Mm. And then she, when she corners you, she won't let you leave either. So you have these half yeah, well, an she's, hour. You know that she's at least a third nice, right? She seems... two thirds of it could be horrible. She left us. During the summer, you know, those really hot days last summer, she yeah. left outside our apartment and a fan, which was very nice. But then the fan didn't really work. So <laughs> it wasn't that nice. She, she, mean... is, she is a third nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, only one of the blades. <laughs> I, had so to, I had to get rid of it. Like, Yeah. <laughs> that's, I mean, that would be a very sort of subtle way to destroy somebody, right? Like, to leave them... You know, in, on a very hot day, a, a fan that is sort of intermittent. You know, and, and a series of small frustrations. I'm writing the plot of the movie Emily. Well, anyway. Leave, like, ice cream out? It was a hot day today. If you were home, you could have had <laughs> left these. Out, <laughs> left out some ice cream. <laughs> anyway, it melted into the carpet, under the floor. We got evicted. Didn't get her bond back. Anyway. But she seems nice. lovely. And those paddle pop sticks, you can make stuff out of those. I love paddle pop sticks as a construction material. I know, but they're I awful. I wish they were big enough to make a whole house out of. I know, but you know what? They're all, they're awful as a, as a method for propping open your mouth so that they can look at your tonsils. <laughs> like, you know the wooden stick? Mm, the like tongue that? depressor. Yeah, it's but more it's, of a magnum size than a paddle it is, pop. It is. <laughs> I know, but like, Imagine. Why, why have a, a material that has a flavor? Yeah, well, wood. it's wood, isn't it? Yeah, it's wood, but it's got a very, like, it dries your tongue and it has a very woody flavor. What are you so... suggesting they use? Plastic? And, mm. like, throw Sterile. it away, dispose it? Yeah. Just chuck it. Well, is... is A spoon? Is, is throwing away treated wood any better? I wonder if it is treated. I think it might just be raw. You think it's just, just raw? Natural. But what, isn't there a risk of splinter? <laughs> I mean, well, I suppose you're in the right place to be treated for a splinter. <laughs> that's that's why medicines are complicated. You got to make these. You got to make these calls. These big calls. Yeah, nurse. <laughs> what do we do? Okay, <laughs> I've got two patients. I can only save one. I know, but I, you rarely hear. We can of a examine doctor... his throat, but he's got a risk of splinter. <laughs> <laughs> but 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 you rarely ever hear. It's the, a line ball. The, the the doctor being concerned about. Like, it's like, oh, I could help this person, but it will slightly damage the environment. Mm. <laughs> That's never something that comes into... They use those gloves willy-nilly. Yeah, They those, do. The gloves, gloves are... They look fun to throw into the bin. You see, throw them into the bin. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Do you think yeah. that's why they get into it? 
to throw <laughs> that squishy slapping sound. Or just, just throwing bins. stuff away in general. I love it. I think reasons why doctors got into the profession <laughs> is like, like a fun little vignette. <laughs> I like, I like, like, I want, this is where we're, how, how, like, I, I could see this going. It's He just checks a guy's prostate. Yeah. Right? And then he goes, you can pull your pants up. And then <laughs> pulls off the glove and he throws it into the bin. He goes, this is why I got into that. <laughs> this is why I got into this. Like that. And he goes. For prostate checks? <laughs> he goes, no, that sound when you take off the glove and you throw it into the bin. I mean, it's worth it. <laughs> Putting I mean, in, that I have to put my finger I mean, up your ass. I, mean, I put my finger up 20 asses a day. But that slap. That oh, feeling. Just the like feeling a of shedding a skin. <laughs> a hard-earned beer? You know, that, that satisfaction doesn't come close. Could oh. you have him at the end of the day, he comes home and he takes off his shoes and goes, ah... And then he's got like a glove on his feet as well. He takes that up. <laughs> sure, <laughs> I, I think I think that's a thing, Al. Yeah, do you think is, yeah, it, is yeah. it a writing down thing? I think it could very much be a write downable. I think, but but you know, I think there could be other um, other things from that discussion. The 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 the. the the Does... complications from tongue depressors, like, you know, every medical procedure, like there are side effects and there are risks, right? And I think to, to like take that down to the level of tongue depressors, yeah, you could you could cop a, cop a nasty splinter. At risk of splinters. That's actually line. why they get you to say, ah, yeah. so they, that you can't scream in addition to that. You're already, uh, in a way, screaming. Do they make you say, ah, they do, don't you? I Put think... your tongue depressor on. Ah. Uh... Uh... Is that when your tongue is also has the smoothest surface area because it's extended? It's an elongated tongue. Uh, is that? No, it's not true. I'm just because <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't think my tongue really uh... crumples, right? Like I, I don't. How come when your tongue again get a lot longer, but when it's small in your mouth, it doesn't feel small? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, say that again. Do you know what I mean? When your tongue is all, it's it's wider when it's normally just sitting in your mouth. Yeah, but then you can elongate it, and it gets thinner, and it gets thinner. Yeah, but right. it, it feels like it's at its normal length <laughs> when it's long. When, but at both times, <laughs> no, it feels the same thickness when you stretch it out. It feels like you're just pushing it forward. <laughs> it's hot, <laughs> but like, but like, I'm always surprised by being able to sort of like tighten it and twist it and stuff like that. Like being able to do this, like. I can't see what Al's doing because it's obscure. Oh, yeah, that looks good. Al's looks like a of... dog's dick. Yeah. <laughs> was... It's like a corkscrew. Yeah, like a corkscrew, but that's more like a kangaroo's uh, panesia. Yeah, and some people can do some fun little flipping and flopping with oh, the tongue. Wait, that looked that looked like you just put it between your teeth. Oh, yeah. It's, oh, it's upside down. Oh, yeah, yeah, I can. I think I can upside down it. All Olympic events involve more than one part of the body. Right? There's no... Is there any Olympic event that's just like, I've got a really good leg? I've got a great finger trick. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, it, it, you've got to... It's really... You've got to be an all-rounder in a way. An all-rounder in terms of your whole body's <laughs> got to be body. functional. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, even like I was thinking shot put, but you've sort of got to jump, you know, and wiggle up Squ- to it. and core on your core, legs. leg, twist, everything. Yeah, that's true. Um... You but, know, so, but where is the thing for someone who's just got a really good finger? Or like a great shooting. neck. A great neck. Shooting. But that's eye as well. Yeah. Eye, yeah. All eye. the muscles. I, feel, I, I do feel a bit like shooting shouldn't be in the Olympics. 
Do you feel a little bit like it or a lot like it? Well, I don't feel enough like it to take it up with anyone who has a gun and is very good at using it. But just guns. But then do you think bow and arrows? That's true. But that is your own strength just stored and then released. That's true. You know, the, the, the gun is, is, is chemical energy converting into kinetic, kinetic energy. energy. Yes. Converting into heat and sound heat energy and sound. as the bullet yes, penetrates the And gravitational target. potential energy. Gravitational potential. Um, and? I like it when they do it sideways, like a gangster. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you know what, what the, 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 the performance-enhancing drugs shooters can take are? Is it coffee? No, it would be, like, be like tranquilizers. Oh, yeah, it would be the opposite of coffee. Yeah. I don't want a shaky hand. <laughs> yeah, unless you want it so shaky that it actually, like, like, the vibration becomes so high that it almost feels like it's stabilizing. Oh, it cancels out or it, like, reaches some kind of, you know. You know when things are moving so fast that they almost look like they're in a solid state? Yeah. Sort of like yeah. electrons. I don't know if that works with guns. Like, I, I don't know. think they almost look solid. I know, but... but but imagine if your if your hands were moving, vibrating at the speed of electrons appearing and disappearing. Into yes, good. I'm I'm with you. Yep, Angus is with us, and it becomes a cloud. Your gun becomes a cloud. It's it, it you can approximate the gun as a waveform, and then it can cancel itself out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the bullet was in multiple places at once. At once, and it shoots everything. It's a great or alibi. Nothing. <laughs> That's the next season. The identity, like. It, it, I always thought it was a kind of a joke, but it is a thing that has genuinely happened in soap operas that someone like that someone disappears, gets plastic surgery, and then comes back as someone else, or like an identical twin, you know, gets plastic surgery and then appears. Oh, it's amazing. My I, favorite what, is when they just replace the actor and they don't reference it at all. Well, I, no... I, in a way, I think that's better than I got plastic surgery. <laughs> <laughs> and now I'm a totally different person, different height, different hair. But then they are replaced by an, a different actor, right? Yeah. Okay. No, I want to. <laughs> You're thinking they say I got plastic surgery, and they're exactly the same. <laughs> no, I'd like it if they had to get plastic surgery. They have to radically change the present actor, <laughs> and, he, and he plays the new the new character as well. And then he gets fired like a week later, and they just bring in a different actor <laughs> to play the same guy again. <laughs> Mm. Do you think doctors who love doing that flicky thing with the, yeah. the glove ever leave their gloves inside patients on purpose just so then they get to do the operation and do two times? Twice. The... Get to get back in there. Yeah. Leave some stuff in. It's like delayed gladification. If you leave the glove in there, you don't get the initial pleasure of the flicky thing into the basket. Here's the thing. But then a second operation. Here's the thing I never understood. There are people who have like a fetish apparently. Yeah. For oh, this is gross. And for masturbating into people's food and feeding it to them. Yeah. Right. But what I don't understand about that is that the feeding it to them happens after the masturbation, right? So that it's after the sexual. Like, couldn't you just tell yourself that you're going to put it into somebody's food? And imagine that, and then not have to feed them the food. Like, what you've got, you get extra 
What are you getting? Like I don't I don't think fetishes have to do with orgasms. Oh, okay, that's yeah. an interesting. I always assumed they did in a way. Yeah, I think I think it's got to do like look, I think fetishes kind of can often be created through some childhood shame. Right. <laughs> that was somehow linked to to their sexuality and yep. then it turns into that. So but yeah, I look, I don't know. I don't know exactly, but you you you're right. In in many ways logically that, you know. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. They're being very silly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I've got them on a technicality. I think uh, you, <laughs> ah, you don't enjoy that. You already <laughs> came. <laughs> and I don't enjoy this. You know what? Danish. I'm starting to think people who say they enjoy their work are lying because <laughs> you already orgasmed last night <laughs> when you were having sex with your wife. All right, I, I accept that you can. En- it is possible to enjoy things that, <laughs> that don't end in orgasm. Oh, I got ya. How did I come out of this conversation looking like the weirdo? I'm enjoying this podcast right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we're three down. Yeah. Is there such a thing as a not hard-earned thirst? Would you consider someone, you know, in the desert? with dehydration, to have sort of not earned that thirst. That they just got it from being in the heat? Yeah, exactly. It's I kind think... of like they just came to them mm. Effortle- effortlessly. Effortless Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Well, that's why people have a lot of problems with how you spend your welfare. (laughs) <laughs> right. Do you know what I mean? No VB if you didn't do a hard day's work. Yeah, yeah. And and in a way, a person's thirst in the desert is not hard-earned. In this, in, it's like welfare. They just got it. You got the thirst. You just got the thirst. The thirst happened. And you did nothing. I think that we should have some control over the way in which you sate that thirst. You can only have a thirst if you're toiling in a moist environment. <laughs> right like, then, you've really you really know, got to work. A, don't a, you? a moist, cold <laughs> environment, so like an Inuit would have to do. That's the hardest of he's, all the earth. He's earned the thirst mm. <laughs> underwater. He's, he's a his job is drinking. He is a uh, <laughs> a person whose job is drinking. Yes. He lives in a cold, <laughs> wet, wet, wet in a cave underground. And it's, he's, he samples, he's at the Mount Franklin uh, Springs Springs uh, cave where they get all the water out of the, the cave. The cave. The yeah. ground. The he's, cave where the tap is. When he gets up a thirst, boy, that, I mean, he deserves a so, cold, hard beer. Well, why, is it why, cold, hard? But why, it's not hard why, beer. Why they do don't they... mention hard, do they? It seems like they do. Yeah, yeah. Even and, and cold, they don't hard a hard beer. beer. It's for hard men. Yeah. <laughs> and but but also if you're really thirsty, why are you drinking beer? I suppose you're super hydrated, right? Yeah. yeah. But that's that's why he's having a beer. 
It's just been water he all day. He just needs a diuretic just to get rid of He's overhydrated. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's it how... was medical. It did medically need to. I mean, this is a hard-earned thirst. I mean, you're physically having to <laughs> deny all the things in your body telling you that you are full. <laughs> of liquid. Of liquid. I mean, you worked hard for this thirst. <laughs> is that a sketch? <laughs> the Look, it's close. Um, I, I, you know, is it, is it, it could, mm, I mean, the hard-earned thirst, I feel like the reference is at least 15 years old when those ads were on TV, right? Yeah, I mean, in Australia, most people would get it. That's when, when sure. You're talking about the th- There's always a slightly thirst. dirty feeling when you're making a reference to something that is way old. That's why I put it down as 3.5, harder <laughs> thirst. Is there... Well, okay, well then, can I get it up to a full sketch if I yeah. make it instead about a man who has just crawled out of the desert and crawls into a, a pub can... and says to the bartender that he has a hard-earned thirst and the bartender argues with him on the basis of whether or not his thirst is hard-earned or whether he just got it by being in the desert. Thirst being an internal drive that's always never seeking its own fulfillment but always constantly circling. Mm. <laughs> as soon as you as soon as you drink, the thirst isn't satiated only temporarily. No, you're not, no. The, you're never done being thirsty. Yeah, it's just in remission, isn't it? It's just hiding for a little bit. You can only, you sort of cow it, right? You can it's only like continue the perpetu- perpetuation of thirst. Yeah, yeah. In, in a way, the only way to truly sate a thirst is to, deny is, to, thirst. is to die from dehydration, right? And the thirst is... Yeah, absolutely. That's kind of what you know. some the ascetics used to do. They used to try and deny all their urges like that. Even the urge to masturbate into somebody's food and then feed it to <laughs> Some urges are too strong for even the ascetics. Even the aesthetics. Can you no, do a no, Burke no, and no. Wills parody where no. if only they dug three meters deeper, they would have got to that case of VB. <laughs> <laughs> were they digging down to water to try and get they, water? They were they, at the dig tree. It says dig like... Such and such meters east, or whatever. They there was they were and there were supplies. There were supplies right? there. They just missed supplies. Uh, they I, didn't dig deep enough. Wasn't that the story? I, I I didn't hear that part of the story. I thought they got. I thought they but surely they, they were they, got they, the, they missed the time by a certain amount. They did miss the time, and then they got there, and then and the, then they they just didn't dig deep enough. So they read the sign on the tree that said "dig," like I think they, three meters east. And they went and they dug, and. They gave up before they found. They anything. just thought it wasn't. The- they were like, "This is a f- <laughs> this is fucked." The stitch up. <laughs> this is a stitch up. This is the original stitch up. What a prank! What a that prank is very step. funny. To, like, just telling people that you put supplies, <laughs> making them dig their own graves. <laughs> They're gonna bloody love this. <laughs> They're gonna. Even they that's love so a good that's stitch a, up. That's a- now, I, if Goxie's I remember, just laughing, that's the sketchy. <laughs> <laughs> Brought all the boys together. Uh, no, can't do that. So we get in Goxie. Uh, that's uh, yeah. If I remember Burke, yeah, uh, from before he uh, walked all the way to the Gulf of Carpentaria, uh, 
he loves a good prank. So he's gonna <laughs> it's it's not gonna get bigger than this. <laughs> I think I think the, the the pranksters on the Burke and Wills thing, like, and they haven't even left, right? They've said they've gone, but they're sort they're of hiding fine. behind a bush watching because you've got to watch. <laughs> Otherwise, what's the point in the prank? <laughs> He's dead. <laughs> He's digging. He's probably digging. Oh, fuck. He is sweating. God, he's skinny. He looks so skinny. <laughs> oh, he's not even he's not even sleeping, so he's going to die of sleep deprivation. <laughs> that they were um you know, it was really it was pride. It was pride that killed Birkenwells in many ways. That and and starvation. But pranks. <laughs> that pranks. <laughs> I've written down pranks during Broken Wells. Is that correct? Right. So yeah, absolutely. The other one still counts as 3.5, so this is 4. <laughs> you wouldn't let me get it up to a full sketch. Why are you just <sighs> feeling, not feeling it, Al? I don't know. Is it, you, you, you're, you are very much the gatekeeper of this podcast in that you control the pen. Look, yeah. And, uh, and it's mightier than the sword that you hold at all times. <laughs> <laughs> Pointed at Al's face. <laughs> There's... Look, I, I think I write down a lot of things that are probably not sketches. So, mm. so occasionally, like it's, a, a, it's nice to make it seem like I have some kind of c- it's like quality the likes. control. It's like the likes on Facebook. You got to you got to maintain the value of the currency, mm-hmm. otherwise, it's meaningless. Yeah, I don't want to be no Mugabe. <laughs> sketch Mugabe, you know. Apparently, <laughs> sketch writers in Zimbabwe have to write you know ten or or, or twenty thousand sketch sketches. ideas. To, to equate to the value of yeah, one of our sketches. Yeah, yeah, there. But then also the laughter is probably much lesser there because of all the suffering. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> and they have probably got one of tragic because they have probably got one of the funnier country names. Well, absolutely. I, I've been. I was saying Zimbabwe to the to my to my child in the day just <laughs> because I thought that was a funny word. Zimbabwe. <laughs> Or are you saying it in an accent? No, no, no. I'm just saying, I'm just saying all the parts. Zimbabwe. <laughs> Zimbabwe. It's good. You could put that in a song. Zimbabwe, Zimbabwe, Zimbabwe. That's exactly what I was thinking about. Zimbabwe. Angus wisely sits that one out. Yeah, that's cool. Have you ever been in a sing-song or a sing-along around a campfire? Putting you on the spot. I don't know. You never, you know, you don't recall ever singing along around a campfire. I, I do remember singing along with friends, but not Christian tunes. Oh, I not like like in the jungle. Not in the jungle. Is, is that, that a one? Christian is song? that a Christian tune? I don't know. It could, you could jungle, say. I don't think it is a Christian jungle, tune, but anything with a lion can be a Christ metaphor. That's true. Anything. Paddle pop lion. <laughs> that is but the best. Say, Okay. He loves children. <laughs> yeah, but let, let's let's just change the words to that, like jungle from to to kingle, king, kingdom King. of heaven, yeah, and then lion to Jesus. Okay, in, in the, the kingdom, kingdom of heaven, heaven the, the mighty kingdom, kingdom of heaven, the Jesus sleeps tonight. Can in I also the change the tune to something that's not quite the tune? Yeah, great. Well, then I think we got it perfect. Uh, Zimbabwe. Anyway, mm. 
I think it definitely is a Christian metaphor. Because <laughs> you're all that talk about the kingdom of heaven. I, I have, uh, I've sung along to some things that probably are. What's it? What's it? Kumbaya, kumbaya. That's definitely because that's got my lord. Is it in my it. lord? That's the key one. Yeah, that's they're not real... talking about a feudal lord either. It... <laughs> <laughs> that song is not it's about the harvest. No, no, that's not uh, a plea to your liege. But isn't it, what, what's kumbaya? Where what language is that? Is it like a language? I think, that I think the, it that, might be that the Christians kind of you know took over. I always took it to be like a pigeon English version of "Come over here." But kumbaya, mm. you know, it says kumbaya. Come over uh, here. Yeah, come over here, my lord. So Which is, seems like, like a very Vanuatu. informal way to talk to the lord, especially someone who's omnipresent and is probably there already. Why do you think it's called pigeon English? I don't know. Probably racism. <laughs> Towards the I'm common pigeon. Gonna go out on a limb there. I'm just gonna say. Comparing anyone to low forms of animal life, it's not a well, great... you know what? I already think that that's uh, it's offensive to refer to pigeons as low forms of animal life. Well, I'm just... I'm sort of going on about how, what they were thinking, the people that came up with well, pigeons. I English. guess you're right. Yeah. I don't think they were pro all populations of human and pro pigeon. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I think sure. they were anti-both. Sure, sure, sure. But, but you are, will go on the record saying that you think that pigeons are pretty good life forms. I think pigeons are... Have equally valid. Great, thank you so much. As as man, not or woman, as other humanity. forms of contemporary life. <laughs> contemporary <laughs> life, <laughs> which is much there's m- much fewer than there used to be. There's a lot of extinct life. Mm. I'm talking about extant life. Yeah, right. Extant. Ah, extant. There's they don't even spell pigeon correctly in pigeon English, do they? P i d g i n. No respect. Yeah, pigeon. Anyway. Um, what, what is it? P-I-D-G-I-N. And I think it might even have an apostrophe at the end. There you go. Do, oh. you, do you think that there's any sense in which extinct animals are not as good as ones that are still alive? Like, I mean, there are the ones that uh, went extinct, let's say, from natural causes without the intervention of mankind. Mm-hmm. The mankind is a natural cause. Yeah, in a way, up to a point. Yeah, up to po- possibly like the uh, industrial revolution, and then we've got to say that we're a little. No, saying we're post-natural. Yeah, I think we are. <laughs> I think we're pona. Ponach. It's, ha- it's happened, baby. <laughs> <laughs> but then it's yeah. Maybe maybe if I was to try to. Guess what Andy's trying to say. Or you could listen to the end of the sentence. Great. No, I'm trying to say that there are ones that have survived uh, mankind's influence. Yeah. Right? Some that have even thrived. Right? Your possums. Your pigeons. Do you think possums have... Your rats of all varieties. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I think rats, cats, dogs. Yeah. They've done well. Anything that can be factory farmed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. cows. In a way, they're doing very well. In another way, they're doing terribly. <laughs> the individual, it's not great. Dandel- no. dandelions, but the population. Well, dandy, the dandelion. Do you think dandelions used to do as good as they are doing now? They're not doing as good. Wheat, it's everywhere. <laughs> Coffee, Coffee's doing pretty good. Yeah. Uh, Rice, athlete's foot fungus. Yeah. Whatever that mm. is. It's tinea. Thriving tinea. Thank you. Uh, Worms, you get in your gut. <laughs> 
Yeah. See, and and we we pri- I, I I respect adapt adaptability and innovation and you know the will to succeed of these uh so, so you're like, pest animals. Like you respect things like AIDS. Mm. <laughs> well, you put me in a very difficult position here, Alistair. Would you say that you respect AIDS, Andy? <laughs> oh, God. This is definitely my lowest ebb on the podcast ever. Wow. On the 50th ep. F- 50th episode. 50th uh, ep. Yeah. Yeah. Look, uh, no. No, I can't, I, can't, I can't respond to that in any way, Alistair. No, but I mean, would you say that? Like, I can't not a... say that I do respect it, uh, because that would be awful. I can't say I don't respect it, because I would be undermining my own point, and I will never do that, never. Oh, so so you're just not going to comment? Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> this is. Oh, I'm very uncomfortable. I feel like that's the not commenting is good. There's I think much, it's right. There's too much talking on podcasts. If you're backed into a corner, go for silence. Mm. Yeah. It's quite a small room. We're all backed into a corner right now. This, Al's got a little bit of exit. Al's got, got an exit. I got some, I got some space. <laughs> He's controlling. He's got a way out. Yeah. I mean, that light has a corner. We've yeah. all got goddamn corners. Everybody's got a corner. All right, we've got one more sketch to come up with. No, all right. I'm That'll... getting there. I thought I was onto, that th- onto something there until you put me in that awkward position. Wait, well, then what were you saying? I don't know. Just that, uh, that, just that uh, dead animals are, uh, are worse. You know that they that they they that they could categorize them in the museum into uh, failures instead I kinda, of ex- extinct. This is something I've what thought if, about. For, sorry, go. What about the the species that are extinct but have evolved so that there's a, they do have you know descendants? Because what we we evolved from species that no longer exist. That's true. But in a way, do still exist. They live on through us. Would yeah. you say? But in another sense, we we are like a we broke off from them, right? We we're like a schism that went our own way and did things differently. And it was their them and their choices and their way of life that were uh, that were unsuccessful ultimately, right? We uh. It's true. We I guess in many ways we're we're better. We're like a teenager that knows its mum and dad's are squares. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. The uh, yeah the squares in uh, and also uh, they don't have uh, long enough legs, or you know trying to farm rocks. Yeah, Thanks. squares and dorks. It's a good insult. And storks. Did people tell you at primary school that dork was uh, a word for a camel's penis? Uh, definitely remember being some kind of penis. I thought that was a dude. Oh, maybe that was dude. Yeah. Dude is a camel's penis. Yeah, be interested to 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 find out if there's any truth in that uh, little rumor. It's almost That's, that would be the best to find out if there was any truth. Yeah, if, if, if there's, there's almost even an inch of truth, even in a single. <laughs> I'll take it. Uh, almost uh, nothing that your fellow students told you when you're in primary school was true, I suspect. Right? It's all just theories. It's all just theories and misinformation. Does treating the mean keep them keen? <laughs> we test it out. <laughs> we <laughs> we find out today on 
were the kids in primary school correct about this? Why do I want to keep hitting myself? (laughs) (laughs) Should I stop punching myself? And does the bullying lead to self-hate? Because I've internalised the perception of others. (laughs) (laughs) But also, are the bullies just scared themselves? Or are they right about me and my evident (laughs) character flaws? How can that be a thing? Well, I think there's something to that because you can sit some, some you, know, you can go somewhere like with the, uh, you know, does treating them mean keep them keen? You could go, uh, you know, you could go to a part where somebody mm. tries that out, and then they go, yeah. turns out just broke their spirit. Yeah, you know. Ke- kept them keen to to avoid my presence mm. and uh, seek out other opportunities elsewhere. So, I mean, in that sense, the myth is plausible. I mean, she's still with me, <laughs> but her. She seems to be a different, you know, who she was is now lost. Maybe it works oh, It works better to keep being mean thing in an environment like a school where you have to constantly interact with the bully. Because you can't escape the bully. Right. So sure, you sure, always sure. have to try and placate the bully in y- some way. Yeah, absolutely. But in broader adult life, right? I, you can leave. That, 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 is a, that is a plausible thing, right? That like... You know, in a prison or something like that, it is in your best interests to befriend those who are unpleasant to you, right? And it, I guess a school is in some ways a, a, like a prison. And then, and then once you it's are outside, owned. sorry, it's government owned. Government owned. Some are um, private though. Like prisons. Exercise <laughs> has an exercise area and uh, canteen. And there's a principal slash the pr- principal equivalent in a prison. Yeah. Warden. <laughs> Warden. Thank you. I've seen Arrested Development. Yeah, I've seen all of it. Um, and, uh, yeah. What, what were we saying? Yeah. So but if, once you leave the prison, if, yeah, you're, uh, that, that, that doesn't apply. And in the broader world, no. Treating them mean does not keep them keen. Well, you know. Who's ever heard of somebody being treated mean and then they've stayed? That only seems like the most common thing I've ever heard. Oh, I don't, all right. Yeah. It does occur as well. Yeah. But you have the option of leaving. But uh, they may not be keen. Yeah, no, that's what I was uh, suggesting <laughs> in the, at the beginning. <laughs> right, they're uh, just present. Just, yeah, they're just yeah. still present. Oh, I see. Like yeah. on the roll, present. Yeah. Oh, it takes us back to schools. <laughs> All right, so is there a sketch? I'll just write down. It's a bleak sketch. It's, it's bleak. bleak. It's bleak. No, 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 it's, a, no, like it's a sketch school. possibly like involving a sort of a mountain with not many trees and then a sort of a moon and then like a sad old man sitting on the porch of a, a, a beat down old shed. Less words, more just the sound of the wind. Yeah. <laughs> Can you just scratch that sketch and just write down the sound of the wind? We'll sound... Just... Of the wind. Of wind. What do you think? Uh, anyone ever tried to workshop the sound of the wind? Do you know in a in a place? Oh, sorry. No, no, no. I was, I was, say, I was under a really good comic <laughs> idea, but let's do yours. When we're talking about the landscape where this old man lives, and it's bleak. Yes. It's the kind of place goats live. Absolutely. They wouldn't. They wouldn't choose to. <laughs> <laughs> it's just yeah. somewhere they can survive. <laughs> 
that's I think that's the lo- the lot of a goat a lot, right? Like it, I, I think goats are, are willing to settle more more than more than many other animals. The, the sheep is a goat that said, "Fuck this, I'm going corporate." And that's what the Billy Goat Gruff. He's he's going for the better hillside, yes. but he's stuck on the cliff face. There's no bridges <laughs> in the Billy Goat Gruff universe. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like the the goat though has decided to to hit that cliff, and that's what it wants. Like if, when 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 a goat is out in a in a paddock somewhere, they're climbing on top of cars. You're right. And, <laughs> you know, they wish they were at the cliff face. There's something about the danger of the life of a yeah, goat. thirst for adventure. Yeah, that 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 it can't be satiated in some some flat plane. They it, are kind of a, like adrenaline junkie of a kind. It's the only animal angling for a Red Bull sponsorship. <laughs> <laughs> um, it could be Red Bulls trying to think of sponsoring an animal yeah. species. Negotiating with a goat and trying to get him on board. And he, But at the end, he's like eating a can of V. <laughs> Well, he gets the sponsorship right, but then he's such a mad dog that he just like go, he gets publicly photographed eating V because you can't tie him down, right? And then someone in the, the pitch has the word mad dog, and then they sponsor an actual mad dog. <laughs> <laughs> There's just a dog frothing at the mouth. <laughs> Rabid. It's just, it's just a rabid dog, yeah. And then it goes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Red hey, Bull gives you froth. Um we did it. We did it, guys. We, we got we, to six, actually. So oh, six. Great. Fantastic. We're, we're okay. I'll take us through it. Is one of them just the sound of the wind? Uh, look, that's... I mean, it's, 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 it's... I think that's the strongest one. It's an analogy <laughs> at the end, right? Yeah. <laughs> you could somehow make the sound of the wind a punchline uh, in a sketch, I would... I think maybe Bill Hicks has a line like that. He goes... Anyway, I don't know, maybe maybe it was that was inside the club I was working. That was the actual punchline. But he goes, That's it. There's the Marty Bush one from the Tundra episode. Oh, wind's just... my only friend. I hate you. Yeah, but that is not really the sound. More of wind is it? Saying words, words, cheating. Here's the sketches that we came up with. We got yep. therapist that recommends. Uh, the person's friends start liking their Facebook posts, mm. and then there's also maybe the a prescription, a prescription for like a like farm in uh, Zimbabwe. That's great, Zimbabwe. And there's also po- possibility of, of Facebook creating a bot that um, that just makes you like gives your you friends some... posts on yep. automatically if uh, their posts seem too sad. Number two is uh, plausible deniability, which is screenwriters, uh, a screenwriters. Uh, head hunted outside of courthouses by head writers, uh, you know. And then there's also the idea here, which is sentenced sentenced to be the head writer of neighbors. Then mm. number three is uh, that's why I got into this. Doctor says after he checks a guy's prostate and chucks a glove <laughs> in the bin. See that got a whole sketch, and my <laughs> my great water thing. Okay, which is three? Then three point five is a uh, hard-earned thirst. Is a wet, cold environment man who made this seems totally arbitrary. Whose job is drinking? Which you know whether or not his is hard-earned. He's got the most hard-earned. And then or there's the guy who comes out of a desert into a pub, and then he talks to the pub landlord about whether or not. Yeah, yeah. In fact, I think I think in that he should turn down the bar and point to an Inuit 
a sopping wet Inuit and say, see, that man there, he works at the Franklin factory tasting water. See, that's good. He's got a hard-earned thirst. He's parched. You don't just get that. Anyway. You you do just get that. That's the reason why he needed to (laughs) work so hard to get. All right, all right. You Anyway. Uh, Pranksters during the Birkin Wells. I love it. Then there's uh, five, which is uh, schoolyard sayings tested for truth, right? Which is what we were talking about earlier. But then there's also slash the sound of the wind. <laughs> and then we got six, which is Red Bull angling to sponsor an animal, possibly the goat, possibly a mad dog. They're angling. They're going to bloody get a fish, aren't they? Thank you. I'm very happy to end the podcast on that thing I just said. Uh, proud of myself. And and both of you so, for being here. Thank you very much. Thank you very thank much. Thank you, Angus, for the... being. Thank you for thank you, Angus. having me. I enjoyed my time. Should we say anything about Angus? Oh, wearing a red jumper. <laughs> well, like, you know, like, uh, do you have any other pursuits that our many listeners can uh, can pursue? Try to think of something timeless. Kayaking. He's, oh, yeah. <laughs> So he kayaks. Great. Great. Angus would just like to promote kayaking. Great. It's good to be out there on the water. Yeah, absolutely. The open river. Uh, or a closed, any any sort of river. And or like a or lake. water system. Yeah. An artificial one if you want. Like the sewers? Kayak through it. Canal? Baby. Yeah, canal. The Suez Canal? The biggest, the world's biggest bathtub. Yep. How big is that? Big enough to kayak. It's huge. I mean, it's not that big. Is it? What, nah. Like, what, what are we talking about here? Look, it might be a swimming pool. Well, then that's not a bad thing. <laughs> you know, in salt water, soap doesn't dissolve. Regular soap doesn't dissolve in, a, in salt water, in the ocean. You have to get special bars. It's because of the salt water. If you're... If you can afford to bathe in the ocean, like you can afford to get soap, special soap, yeah, but have no other access <laughs> wait, wait, to wait, clean wait. water. Wait, wait, wait. But do you think do you think there's a circumstance in which you could have money for soap but not money for a house? <laughs> I can only think, I, can't I, imagine I can imagine no. an aid organization no. having that, but no consumer. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you. I just want to say I'm a very good comedian outside the context of this podcast. We all want to say that. I don't think I have the right to say that. Thanks for listening. 